Do you lead novel studies or book clubs in your upper elementary classroom? Even if book studies are not a part of the curriculum provided by your district, they are definitely a great way to introduce students to literature and provide endless opportunities to teach all of your reading standards. Welcome to episode 17 of the Upper Elementary Simplified podcast. Today, I am going to be discussing novel studies for upper elementary students and hopefully give you some fresh ideas for how to implement them in your classroom. Welcome to Upper Elementary Simplified, the podcast where busy and overwhelmed teachers find thoughtful ideas to get students engaged in meaningful learning experiences. Hi, I'm Dana Rodebush, former fifth grade classroom teacher and founder of Teacher Tech Studio. I'm here to share practical tips and strategies that will help you grow as an educator. If you are a tired upper elementary teacher searching for ways to cut down your planning time while boosting student engagement, you are in the right spot. Are you ready? Let's simplify. I want to take some time to give a shout out to my friend Laura from Happy Teacher, Happy Students. Laura has been creating and selling resources since 2014 with a focus on third through fifth grade projects and activities across all subject areas that help students think outside the textbook. She currently has over 800 resources in her TPT store, including book assessments and activities and over 70 book projects that your students will be excited to complete as they show you what they learned through their reading. Check out Laura's resources on TPT by heading to teacherspayteachers.com and typing into the search, happy teacher, happy students. You can also find her on her website, happyteacherhappystudents.com. I will link both of these in the show notes for this episode. Reading is one of my favorite ways to relax and wind down. After I read The Book Whisperer by Donna Lynn Miller, I was on a mission to encourage students to develop the same love of reading that I have, but sometimes that doesn't come so easily. For this episode, I am going to answer five questions you may have about novel studies in the upper elementary classroom. Number one is, How many book studies should I do per school year? My suggestion for this is one book per quarter. This gives you the perfect amount of time to really dig into the text and time in between to sort of take a break and focus on maybe some of your nonfiction standards. The second question is, do I have students read independently and then discuss as a whole group? Do I read out loud? Do I have the audiobook version available or do I form book clubs? There are a lot of options here and I have tried them all. Honestly, I would suggest that if you are new to novel studies that you try them all out as well to see what you like, what fits your teaching style and what your students find the most engaging. I would say that my least favorite option is for students to read on their own. I would prefer to either read the book aloud to my class or have them listen to the audiobook altogether as a class and have stopping points in the text where we have whole class discussions. 
Book clubs are also great. And if you aren't familiar with book clubs or literature circles, this is basically when you put students in small groups and allow them to work through the book study together. You can have them choose the book, create their own reading schedule and pace out their study. And you can assign them roles so that everyone is held accountable. But this is difficult too, because you are always going to have students who aren't doing their part and fall behind. I also think it's great to vary the methods that you use. What I mean is if you read some of the text aloud, then you are able to model good reading strategies for your students. When they listen to the audiobook, they are hearing another skilled reader. When they read a book together, they are getting to have conversations about other students' thoughts and interpretations of the book. The variety is a great way to make sure students are getting even more value out of the book study. The third question is, what books should I choose for my novel study? As you know, if you have been around me for very long, I am mostly a math person with a little bit of literacy experience, so I don't have a huge amount of books on my list of novels that I have used over the years. The books I have used are Wonder, Tuck Everlasting, The One and Only Ivan, Milkweed, and since I taught in Arkansas, The Lions of Little Rock. Wonder is a great book to read with your students. There are so many life lessons that you can pull out of that text. And one year we even watched the movie after we finished the book and did a compare contrast essay. The one and only Ivan was a school-wide novel study that we did one year. And again, with that one, we watched the movie after we read the book. Keeping in mind that I always taught fifth grade, I used Tuck Everlasting and Milkweed, which are both a little bit more mature in content than the others, but still great book studies. I would not recommend showing the movie Tuck Everlasting to students because it is quite a bit different than the book, meaning it is a little more mature than they really need to be seeing. Milkweed was a great study that my students were very engaged with, but again, it was one that was very mature and I had to be really careful with some of the content because it was set in World War II Poland. I wish I had a larger list of book recommendations that I have personally used, but luckily my friend Laura from Happy Teacher Happy Students has put together a list of 44 novels to use with upper elementary students. And she has projects and assessments to go with every one of those 44 books. Be sure to check out her list at UpperElementarySimplified.com forward slash episode 17. Are you already thinking about the new students you will be meeting and how you can commit your best self to them? Of course you are. You're a teacher. If you are listening in real time before Saturday, July 15th, 2023, then you still have time to participate in the Summer Challenge for a chance to win a $25 gift card to a retailer of your choice. Head to UpperElementarySimplified.com forward slash Summer Challenge to find the details. The fourth question I want to touch on is what about the reading level of the book I choose? Is it too high or too low for my students? 
My response is, it doesn't matter if you are doing the reading or your students are listening to the audiobook. As long as you are there to help your students comprehend the text as they are listening, then the reading level shouldn't matter. I've never really been a fan of reading levels because I think it puts limits on students if they feel stuck at a certain reading level, whether high or low. If they are told they are are at a certain reading level, they may never want to branch out and read something that they could really enjoy. And that is what reading is all about, enjoyment. The fifth and final question that I want to answer is what activities should we do with the book? Should they all be quizzes and graded assignments, or should I throw in some fun activities? Well, my thoughts here are, would you want to read a chapter and then take a quiz and then read a chapter and take a quiz? Probably not. That doesn't sound very engaging. Instead, how about we read a chapter and then start filling out a plot diagram that continues throughout the novel, and then the next day we read another chapter or two and then rewrite a portion of the chapter in the point of view of a different character. Or maybe we make some predictions about the story by having a quote-unquote text conversation on fake phones. These are just a few of the engaging activities that I have spent hours coming up with and creating. I wrote an article all about all of the different activities, and I will link that in the show notes. All of the activities that I created can be used with any novel, and you can pick and choose which ones you want to use because there are 24 of them. I'm going to link my generic digital novel study activities in the show notes for you to take a look at and consider using for your novel studies this upcoming school year. And since you are a listener of the podcast, I want to give you a special deal on this resource. If you use the coupon code PODCASTNOVEL30 at checkout, you can save 30% off the regular price. That is P-O-D-C-A-S-T-N-O-V-E-L and the number 30. Sometime in my future, I am going to turn my digital activities into printable resources. It just hasn't happened yet. I will drop the link to my printable activity waitlist in the show notes in case you're interested in being notified when I do finally get around to making my activities printable. And if you're listening from the future, they may already be available and you could be notified right after you sign up for the waitlist. Well, that wraps up the list of questions you may have about novel studies in your classroom. If you have some other questions that you want me to answer in a future episode about novel studies, please let me know on Instagram by sending me a DM over at Teacher Tech Studio. Be sure to check out the links to all of the resources I mentioned in today's episode at UpperElementarySimplified.com forward slash episode 17. And I hope to find you back here next Tuesday for another discussion about Math Workshop. Before you go, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they are released. You can subscribe right now directly in the listening app, or you can sign up for email notifications at UpperElementarySimplified.com forward slash notify. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Upper Elementary Simplified. I hope you are able to take away something useful that will help you grow as a teacher. I do have a quick favor to ask before you go. If you are enjoying the podcast, please let me know by leaving me a review. 
It really does make a difference because reviews impact search results, which helps me to expand my reach to other educators. Plus, I love to read my listeners' comments. Until next time, keep life simple.